research study showed that a five-minute daily gratitude journal can improve your long-term well-being by 10%, which is the same impact as doubling your income. Welcome to another CI for Life podcast. I am Rick Hyland with RLG International. This is a podcast for those individuals passionate about personal and professional continuous improvement. Our purpose, as always, is to provide current and future C-suite leaders the mindset, skill set, and tool set to become leaders of continuous performance improvement. Very excited about today's topic. It's gratitude is a key continuous improvement and success strategy. And uh, as those who know me, this is uh, not one of expertise, but one that I want to get better at. Uh, it is American Thanksgiving today. Happy American Thanksgiving to everybody. And um, I'm looking forward to today's uh, presentation. I, um, as always, the research on these topics is uh, the best part for me. And I found three pieces of research in particular that I think make a strong business case for gratitude as a key continuous improvement strategy. So let me start. Actively disengaged employees cost the U.S. between 450 and 550 billion per year in lost productivity. That's from Gallup poll. Health costs alone at companies where there is a lot of work pressure are almost 50% greater than at other organizations. The source on that is the BMC Public Health it was Henry David Thoreau that said, there are thousands hacking at the branches of evil to one who is striking at the root. Today is a root issue. Today we're discussing a root cause issue around gratitude or lack thereof. Gratitude is defined as the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. So says Marcus Tilius Sirio. Um, have you ever worked for a boss that's not grateful? Say, for example, you spent weeks grinding over a project at work only to have your boss not even read the report. Or worse yet, a boss who takes credit for your success in front of the company. Fewer activities are more morale-sucking than a leader who doesn't positively recognize employees' efforts and results. Do you know organizations that are not grateful for their customers? How does that feel? Do you want to do business with companies that just care about profits and not caring about their customer? Have you ever worked with an ungrateful person? Or worse yet, do you like being ungrateful? Gratitude is the ultimate win-win strategy as it benefits both the giver and receiver. And I found three pieces of research that will be valuable in building our business case here. Number one, in an article by Charles D. Kern, Gratitude at Work, Counting your blessings will benefit you and your organization. And that's found in the Pepperdine Business Journal. Um, Dr. Kern says, Gratitude is not just a feel-good emotion when it comes to organizational life. It can benefit an organization in many ways. When an employee believes his or her superiors are grateful for his or her work, the employee will benefit by having an improved sense of worth to the organization. This improved sense of worth can lead to performance improvement, therefore benefiting the organization. He goes on to say, for instance, research has shown that persons who are generally grateful may be more optimistic, experienced improved health, and perhaps even have life extended, extended lifespans. All these benefits also potentially benefit the organization for which the person works. Truly, Gratitude is the ultimate win-win strategy. Dr. Kern continues, 
Growing evidence indicates that expression of gratitude can also improve one's physical health, and researchers are finding that behaviors such as gratitude, for example, may be reliably connected to positive changes in an individual's cardiovascular and immune functioning. In one recent study, individuals who focused on being grateful rather than on not being angry were found to positively impact a variety of important physiological functions such as improved heart and respiration rates. It would seem that the practice of gratitude may hold promise for reducing stress and consequently related healthcare costs, which in an organizational setting could bring great dividends. Isn't it great that researchers are finding out what we have known intuitively, that gratitude pays. The other study that I found, and I hope everyone will stop, write this down and, and look it up later, but it's called The 31 Benefits of Gratitude, The Ultimate Science-Backed Guide. And I'm reading from their uh, opening graphic. It has, uh, it's a great little graphic t- talking about the 31 benefits of gratitude and it starts with happiness in the middle and all these arrows and these 31 uh, issues or uh, sorry, these 31 opportunities or th- 31 strategies for gratitude and benefits for gratitude. And I'll just read through the 31 very quickly and highlight some of the studies. It says 31 benefits it uh, on the emotional side. There's more good feeling. You're more relaxed. You're more resilient. You're less envious and you have happier mem- memories. Those are the emotional benefits of gratitude. I could stop there, but I'll continue. The social benefits of gratitude. You're more social. You have a healthier marriage. You're kinder, more relationships, and deeper relationships. In a study, in two studies of 243 participants, those who were grateful have 17.5% more social capital. The career benefits of, of gratitude. Better management, improved networking, better goal achievement, improved decision-making, and increased productivity. The health benefits of better gratitude. Improved sleep. Oh, man, that's one of the big reasons for me right there to improve my gratitude. You're less sick, better longevity, you feel like exercising more, and you have increased energy. In one study of 65 subjects, the study, this article goes on to say, of chronic pain participants, those who daily journaled for five minutes had 30 minutes more sleep than those in the control group. And then the personality benefits, continuing on with these 31 benefits of gratitude, less materialistic, less self-centered, more optimistic, and an increased self-esteem and more spiritual awareness. In one study that took, uh, again, wrote the five minutes of gratitude journaling every day, were 5% more optimistic. And in another study, they were 15% more optimistic. There is a high correlation between gratitude and optimism and positivity. Surely gratitude is not a cure-all, but it is a massively underrated tool for improving life satisfaction and happiness. The study goes on to say, I hope everybody will take time to go look at that uh, great article. Uh, look it up on online google at 31 benefits of gratitude the ultimate science-backed guideline so a third study and one of my favorite books is from a book called the carrot principle from adrian gostick and chester elton in their book they highlight the organizational benefits of more gratitude and more positive recognition they did a 10-year study of 2000 or 200,000 managers 
and it showed the following to people or organizations that recognize excellence. They were in the top 25% for recognizing excellence. They had a three times greater return on equity than those in the lower quartile. For organizations that were, could say managers do a good job of recognizing employee contributions, they rated much higher in customer satisfaction, higher in employee satisfaction, and higher in employee retention. Clearly, it makes great business and personal sense to have an attitude of gratitude. So that's the business case for change. I love doing that research. Uh, all three of those pieces of research were um, very insightful for me. But let's spend a minute talking about, okay, how do we do better at improving our, our personal and organizational gratitude? And I'd argue and submit that it's like any skill. It can be developed with deliberate practice. So I have eight ideas on how we can both improve our personal and our organizational practice of gratitude. The first one and I've already mentioned, and the studies highlight this, every one of these studies highlight this, start each day with five minutes of gratitude journaling. Write it down in your journal day planner, what you're grateful for. Both things, people, events, whatever happened the day before. The actual writing or typing helps the brain more clearly register what you're grateful for. Back to that research uh, on 31 benefits of gratitude. It said that a five, uh, this is again a research study, that a five-minute daily gratitude journal can increase your long-term well-being by more than 10%, which is the same impact as doubling your income. Let me read that again. A research study showed that a five-minute daily gratitude journal can improve your long-term well-being by 10% which is the same impact as doubling your income. Wow. Point number two in, in how to implement in your practice of personal and organizational gratitude. Start each meeting with positive recognition. Give people a ch uh, chance in the first five to 10 minutes of your uh, daily, weekly, or monthly meetings to highlight others and their positive behavior. It, uh, it might take a time or two before people catch on to this idea, but They'll, it'll transform your culture. They'll come prepared with ideas to share about others. Number three, write gratitude notes to family or employees. Write a note or a text expressing gratitude. In our in RLG's corporate anniversary letters to our employees, we always include a gratitude note to highlight what we're grateful for the employee. And we have received very positive feedback from our employees and their spouses. Number four, Endorse and recognize other on social media platforms, such as LinkedIn. People love to see their name in lights on social media. LinkedIn endorsements are a great way to broadcast people's strengths and contributions outside the company. Idea number five, write customer appreciation letters. This was the original tent of chocolates at Christmas to your customers. Don't let a gift to a customer or a key supplier go without a personalized gratitude note. Idea number six, Include gratitude or recognition in your monthly or weekly reports. Have a section, usually at the top of your report, to highlight recognition, positive recognition for your employees or other staff members or other departments. I promise you every report will get read and reviewed if you include positive recognition, and it'll help your culture and connection between your people. Point number seven, recognition by walking around. Go around, catch people doing things right. Take time each day or each week 
to catch people doing things right in their work or home environment. Nothing can motivate an employee more than when her boss uh, comes around the work area and thanks her for her contributions and efforts. And then idea number eight, solicit ungrateful feedback. Ask your employees or family members for feedback. When have I been ungrateful? These ungrateful actions are hard to recognize without coaching from others. So those are my eight ideas to how to improve your recognition or gratitude practice. In conclusion, research indicates that people with gratitude can create superior work outcomes, have stronger social supports, have more energy, better health, and stronger immune systems, and lower stress and live longer. Also from the 31 benefits piece of research, are they are happier, slept better, more friendships, and more optimistic. From the carrot principle, organizations that recognize and are grateful have three times more return on equity. Now, if I could just comment at this time on the shadow side of continuous performance improvement, which we, this is our 26th episode, and we've been talking at length about the importance of striving for continuous improvement. But in all, all our personal and corporate strivings for performance improvement, gratitude is the strategy that is our saving grace or counter strategy that focuses our brains on what we have versus what we have not. Our brains and our organizations are so focused on getting more or achieving more that we can very quickly burn out ourselves or our employees without a sense of gratefulness for what we have accomplished. The only sustainable continuous improvement that can be achieved in ourselves and our companies is if we spend as much time focusing on what we have accomplished or what we have done. It is a tricky balance to find. It's like the metaphor of being full and hungry at the same time. Our personal and professional continuous improvement efforts have to balance a sense of full and gratitude for what we have done and who we are versus hungry and striving for excellence and continuous improvement. Shouldn't the strategy of increasing your personal gratitude and your corporate positive recognitions take a front stage this holiday season? Please focus just as much time at this year-end review on what you have accomplished or what blessings you have enjoyed. Then you'll be ready for a new year of sustainable and happy continuous improvement. On this American Thanksgiving Day, I would be remiss if I didn't express my gratitude for my family, friends, and loved ones. First of all, for RLG. Thanks to Adrian Levy, Keith Cross, Rick Mazur, and Brad Farrow, and Dave Haluka. Thanks for allowing me to follow my purpose and passion, including this new role where I can focus and do meaningful things like the CI for Life podcasts. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been a great 30 years. For my six kids and 13 grandkids, Nicole, Brett, Taylor, Lauren, Tanner, and Mackenzie, I love you. Thanks for being patient with your mom and dad. You inspire me as I watch you every day trying to be a positive role model to your kids at school, at work. I'm proud of you. To my parents for their role model and example. My mother had me setting goals with a goal chart uncovered number two when I was five years old. To my dad who taught me how to work and serve. To my lovely wife, those who know her as a role model of the things that we've talked about today. I don't know if it's intuitive from her own mother or learned but she is a truly a role model of gratitude and positivity. She always finds the positiveness in everything. I might say, for example, it's too cold and rainy outside. She might say, boy, but the plants really needed it today. Or I might say, I'm tired and exhausted and didn't sleep well last night. And she might say, 
yeah, but you'll have a great sleep tonight. I could go on and on. And those who know her know that she is an example of positivity and gratitude and, and, bene- and has the benefits of friendships and love around her because of that. I know as a result of the research in this podcast that I'm going to commit to improve my own gratitude practice, commit to five minutes a day of daily gratitude journaling, and I hope you'll join me in this practice or any of the other suggestions that we've shared with today or any idea that you've been inspired to try. Appreciate you listening. This has been a podcast as beneficial to me. I hope it's beneficial to you. And in conclusion, this has been another CI for Life podcast. Uh, you can find more information on my blog at ciforlife.org. Thanks for spending some of your valuable time with me. Until next time, live a life of sustainable, continuous improvement. Goodbye.